Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Philly Pod brought to you by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. I'm your host today, Victor Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at the philly pod and do the very same on instagram at the philly pod be sure to follow the libertyline.com as well on twitter at liberty line phl same goes for instagram this is about take i want to say it's take five or six for this podcast recorded a couple of them on saturday audio was screwed up recorded one last night and like i somehow got screwed up i'm working as you can see for the people um, we're um, watching on the uh, on the YouTube, on as you the can YouTube, see. the visual side. You see new overlays. You see a nice, crisp new look. Everything is all set up, looking nice for you. So me f- f- fiddling around with Streamlabs and all this stuff, it's screwing up the audio. So this is now like the third day <laughs> we are trying to record this. This is now Monday morning. So if you're listening to this today, it's Saturday. If you're listening to this today, just know it's been a grind to get to get this episode out. If you are new to the show, thank you guys for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to leave those reviews, rate five stars. Each and every review and rating does bring the eyes or does bring the show to new eyes and ears to new Eagles fans all around. Be sure to do that for us. Uh, the last episode was really successful. We brought on Jordan. Uh, she was great. Everybody, great feedback. But no new reviews, no new ratings. So how are we supposed to know? If it wasn't for word of mouth, I wouldn't know. So be sure to leave those reviews. Better that doesn't go pay the bills, guy. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, word of mouth doesn't pay the bills. Doesn't help. You may the- see this guy and see his Twitter following. Just know Twitter does not pay this does guy not, a dollar. Does, does not pay the bills, even though they're working on monetization. So I don't know how how, how that's going to go. And I don't like frauds. Don't 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 be a fraud. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go to Spotify. Leave those reviews. Can't if even you don't like how I sound or look, let me know. I actually love criticism. It tries to it helps me better myself you get enough of it so as you can hear joined by my co-host you can follow him on twitter at steven conrad jr he runs the new and improved philly pod tv youtube channel does all the work behind the scenes for that be sure to go to that channel to watch us on the visual side if you like the way we look even if you don't it's you know whatever you want to do (laughs) so be sure to go uh subscribe over there turn on the bell click the bell for notifications uh so you know each and every time a video does go live steven uh, it's been a long few days for us trying to get this episode out, and now we're doing it in a morning for once. Maybe the morning is the wave. Maybe does it feel a little different Maybe. doing this on instead a fresh of that night? Mindset, right? Like nothing bad. Last happened. night we were I so defeated. Last stairs yet? I like, I'm not doing. Nobody's this giving me problems yet today. Hopefully, this doesn't <laughs> give us problems. Uh, Let's start yeah, off on a good trust note. Me, I'm keeping an this eye. just shows our passion, though, right? Like I woke up, I was excited. I was like, oh, okay, I get to wake up I and talk you. about I was the like, rise and shine, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did text me as I was getting out of the shower. We were set to record at. 9 a.m. I stepped out of the shower when this guy texted me at 9 a.m. Uh, we were up ready. pretty late, one, two in the morning. So it's, it's yeah. Let it be known. It's we are we are hardworking content creators over here. I'm keeping an eye on our audio levels the whole time. So if you see me looking over to the side, this is this is why I'm making sure that nobody's audio is drifting off and all that stuff. So I just need to make sure that we 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 can be heard. 
Oh, man. But a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the show. Be sure to subscribe on all platforms. Uh, be sure to download the Park Sportsbook app. Uh, we've got a nice partnership with them this Eagle season. The official betting partners of the Philly Pod and the LibertyLine.com. Everything coming out between money lines, boosts, uh, props, all that fun stuff. We're going to be doing a lot of fun things with Park Sportsbook. So be sure to follow them on Twitter at Park Sportsbook. The only sportsbook backed by the number one casino in Pennsylvania. So be sure to do that for us, guys. Uh, and also, the unofficial sponsor is Howlerhead Banana Whiskey, which is very, very tasty if you haven't had it yet. Steven put me onto it this past summer. And it is a fantastic drink. Mix it with pineapple juice. We've been experimenting with it. And they have no idea who I am. They don't know my Twitter. They don't know who I am. They don't know what I do. But I mark my words, I will be sponsored by them by the end of this Eagle season. I will bring it to tailgates. I will take shots of it on live streams. I will, No chaser. No chaser. I will do what I can to be sponsored by Howlerhead Whiskey by the end of this Eagle season. So if you are listening to this, be sure to go to Twitter. At Howlerhead and tell them to please sponsor us. I am begging. They only have like a thousand. They so got, it's not even so like they're popping. Stop they acting like you're followers. so big over there. Whoever runs that Twitter you see account, me every you're single not. Day, I almost have a bigger following. <laughs> it's 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 absurd. I don't understand. Like who doesn't want to love you guys, man? God. So be sure to make them aware that I'm trying to sponsor them. Every day I'm adding them, and I need a lot of it because the Eagles fans are already in shambles. Because apparently, after one preseason week, we should have drafted Justin Fields. We should have drafted Trey Lance. Joe Flacco should be the starter, according to Eagles fans. Jalen Hurts is just trash. All it took was Jalen Fields to hit an open receiver with no corner, no tight end on him, backpedaling into the end zone. No no defender in sight. Of course, Justin Fields is going to hit him. But because people saw that, we should have took Justin Fields. Trey Lance hit an 80-yard pass on his second play from scrimmage. So we're just – everybody's like, if Hurts is garbage, Howie should be fired. And I'm not, I'm not a Howie defender by any means. But, like, goodness gracious. Joe Flacco – uh, he had 180 yards passing his first game. Let it be known that 79 of those yards were Quez Watkins. And he actually completed the pass behind the line of scrimmage. So Quez Watkins ran yeah. for 82 yards. 79 yards after catch. score say we need to 79 go. yards after catch. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do well, this. Probably so more, Eagles fans are already in shambles. Already crying and whining. And we're one week into preseason. And the only reason I'm surviving this is because of Howlerhead Whiskey, our unofficial sponsor of the podcast. So I'm just drunk. Not now. It's nine in the morning. But <laughs> they get me just, just get, get by enough without cursing these people out and telling everybody to calm down. But Steven, we got our first, uh, Look at Jalen Hurts in in-game action first time since last season. We got a first look at maybe what the offense could look like. No Miles Sanders, obviously. No Devontae Smith. That'll be, but we did get a handful of series of Jalen Hurts. Uh, so just from the, from the eye test alone, your takeaways from Hurts, what you saw from the offense, how do you feel about our presumptive starting QB right now? I just want to say I'm going to address those people that are calling for another head at the quarterback spot. I, I just... You guys, man, let's just, put it, let's just put it this Let, way. I don't know why I'm surprised. I really don't understand why. I'm Jalen Hurts has accomplished more than all of those guys put together <laughs> in the NFL. These are preseason numbers, preseason highlights. Jalen Hurts has played in meaningful NFL games. He's won meaningful NFL games on primetime television. Like, let's game. not forget that. He won one game. The small sample size that he does have is larger than all of these guys put together. These guys are playing preseason snaps, meaningless football. So let's stop it. Let's pump the brakes. And all the people that are doing this, by the way, are the same ones that were giving you and me garbage, giving me shit last year for being Carson Wentz defenders. And call- we, we were called, I was labeled at least, I'm pretty sure you were too, a Jalen Hurts hater, which was, was never the I was case. a lot worse. I was called a lot, a lot worse. worse. A lot by things a lot I can't tougher. say on the show. I was called a lot worse by a lot tougher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but here we are now defending Jalen Hurts and those people are now calling for another head. You're always going to get those people. This is Philadelphia we're talking about. 
you know, the same people that probably believed in Kevin Cobb at one point over Donovan McNabb or Michael Vick. So here we are. Um, to answer your question, though, I got off track. Uh, how did they look? They looked focused, dialed in, um, way more prepared than I'm used to seeing a Philadelphia Eagles team in preseason. They looked like they looked like they've been doing training camp since June, since April, whenever. Nick Sirianni has these young guys ready. Everybody's hungry, like just great vibes, great energy, and that's why Eagles fans should be excited this season. I know we're coming off, you know, a four-win season, but it's truly. It's truly the changing of the guard here. A new head coach, a new quarterback, a new purpose. Nothing but unproven guys that want to go out there and prove themselves. Every time they step on the field, by the way, they have a chip on their shoulder, it feels. And that's what I love. We love that here in Philly. The underdogs, you know? We're back. We're back. It's underdog season. Go buy those dog masks. Go do all those things. It's time. I love being the underdog. It's We're finally here again. No, No more sense of entitlement it felt like this team felt like ever since they won the super bowl they could step onto the field and they're just gonna wake up and get results without putting in the necessary time time and work you know so i feel great man i really do this is this is awesome if you thought that uh if you thought that twitter was a toxic cesspool and eagles facebook is something else because i was coming across posts one of many posts and i will i this isn't my opinion or my post uh but i will read quote for quote what was somebody saying on eagles facebook so it is basically and i quote oh, remember the raw gm and i michael Cole, oh, and yeah, i quote yeah. all you jalen hurts fans i'll be the first one to tell you he's not a franchise quarterback and he won't be here next year i actually rather see joe flacco take over and then it's a screenshot of the box score joe flacco 10 for 17 178 yards uh 114.3 passer rating Jalen Hurts, 3 for 7, 54 yards, 69.9 passer rating. Nice. Nice. Uh, so people look at the Joe Flacco box score watchers looking at Joe Flacco. See the 178 yards. Forget that Quez Watkins ran for 80 of those <laughs> on a check down mm-hmm. pass. And then people just are running around the box score. Uh, oh, the, and by the way, Flacco was out there playing against second and third string exactly, defense, exactly. by the way. So it's like, just, just so we're clear. It is, it is uh, the infatuation with the backup quarterback. In this city, it doesn't. I don't know why I'm surprised by it anymore. I just need Jalen Hurts to stay to back up, and then maybe we'll root for his his success because that's the way that's the way this is going to go. But yeah, for, so my takeaways obviously from Jalen Hurts is that I believe that he looked comfortable. I liked what I saw from Hurts. Um, I think that the moment didn't look too big for him. Uh, I, I said that obviously, you know, dating back to last season. But he looks comfortable. He looks composed. He looks poised in the offense, and he looks like that he knows what's going on. You know, he doesn't look like he's lost in the offense. And that's a good point that you brought up, Stephen. That uh, they do look organized. I've heard from other media members and writers alike that uh, this is the most well prepared and organized Eagles team in some time. The practices are well run. Everybody knows their roles. Everybody knows everything. You know, past teammates. And past players on this roster have been on the record saying they wasn't sure of their role when they were brought in here. And everyone seems to know that this time around. It's one of the most well-run teams they've seen in some time. Nick Sirianni and his staff are running a good program, um, you know, very early on. And that is the takeaways I'm seeing from that. So, obviously, Jalen Hurts came out the gate through that seven-yard pass to Ertz, I believe, was the first play from scrimmage. Then that beautifully thrown ball to Dallas Goddard for 34 yards. Uh, and then obviously he had the ensuing drops uh, from Jalen Rager, who, you know, the pass could have been a little more accurate, um, but Jalen Rager did get his hands on it. So you have to come down with that. That's my opinion on NFL receivers. If you're able to get your hands on it, you got to come down with it. You know, that's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. Uh, and then obviously the uh, the drop from Zach Ertz. Uh, so in my mind, he should have been four for four in that first drive. Uh, and then obviously the ensuing drive. Um, he missed Quez by a step on that deep pass. Quez could have had a, a 98-yard touchdown to add to the box score. 
And then uh, obviously that that drive stalled out from from where it was. Um, so you know we got to see Jalen Hurts for a couple of drives. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then um um and uh, and he looks comfortable. I like what I saw from Hurts. And obviously things will get better with more reps. Um, but things look encouraging for Jalen Hurts. I'm encouraged to see more um, from 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 him. So moving on to the next star of the show, Quez Watkins. Obviously, like I mentioned, the 78-yard uh, catch and run, not too dissimilar from his first career touchdown back in Arizona last season. Uh, and then obviously he had that, uh, you know, the the 98-yard touchdown that was just out of his reach. So Quez Watkins seems to be the star of the show at this point. Stephen, what do you like from him? He's climbing up his depth chart. Obviously, we were at the uh, the open practice. He made the play of the day that day also. So Quez is turning heads at a good rate, and people are starting to be way more excited for him than Jalen Rager. How, how, what are your takeaways uh, from this guy, Quez Watkins? Our sixth round pick last year, I believe he was sixth round, and he's sixth or seventh round pick. He was definitely, I think, it was sixth. High Tower was fifth, and then Quez was, was and sixth, high, yeah, High Tower was taken before him yeah, too. Which and is high crazy. Tower, who, who knows if he's going to make it on this roster? But yeah, Quez is, Quez is shining, man. How you feel about it? Awesome. He is. He is not just. Look, he's going to be known for his speed. That's always going to be his calling card. But he is far more than that. It's safe to say that. The reason why this guy has been able to impress, stay on the field, uh, and potentially get starter, you know, rotation, I guess you could say snaps with the starters is due to his improvements as a route runner. He has improved so much as a route runner. I mean, you know, I was at the open practice alongside Vic, we can agree. And in training camp, he's been showing it this whole time. He's put in the work this offseason. He's got better hands, better route running. He's going to be able to create separation, always has been able to with the speed, but he is more than just like a go-route guy. I mean, this guy can line up, beat you in slants, routes, however you want to do it, get him the ball behind the line of scrimmage and let him run. He has earned the wide receiver three spot, in my opinion. It is his job to lose. Um, in fact, it, it, you know, as you said, a lot of people are far more impressed with him than Jalen Rager so far, which I can t- we can touch on too, Jalen Rager. But for now, let's just talk about Quez. Would you agree with me? Like heading into this season, I had thought that Travis Fulgham would probably lock up the wide receiver three spot considering, I mean, he lit the NFL on fire for five weeks last year. He was our best wide receiver. He's got the size versatility, but I don't know, man. Quez has been much better, um, way more dynamic um, and seems he has a role. I'm not really sure what, like Travis Fulgham, I don't know what his role is exactly, um, but he is going to have to, I think he's going to have to make himself a really, really reliable red zone target because we really don't have that. It's a lot of speedy guys. I think Fulgham's going to have to make his make his dough being a like a, a big body red zone target for now, you know, because I think Quez Watkins locked up. I mean, there's just so much speed there. It makes the offense so dynamic. Imagine him with Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager. You know what I mean? Like, that's just that's just scary for the league. Yeah, I think that uh, obviously Devontae Smith is going to be wide receiver one. He's going to be a high targeted, uh, you know, he's going to be a high tar- high volume target for, for, for however many years, as long as he's healthy. And then you have Rager, who obviously they're going to play a lot this year because they still have to see what they can get out of him. They used a first round resource right, on not, him last Can we season. not go there, by they the way? To. Like, not, guys. They have to. They, they, how, how he's not going to not play Jalen Rager? No, no, I agree. But, like, t- like, people are acting like this kid's, like, done and he's a bust and all that. Like, he's oh. the youngest wide receiver on the roster, man. Like, look, I, he has the most to prove out of anybody, but I think, um, you're not going to see his value like everybody's talking about these preseason games. I don't think you're going to see Rager's value until um, the regular season games. I think he's going to be featured in a lot of these like trick plays, like 
plays behind the line of scrimmage. Like Nick Sirianni's not going to show his hand in preseason. You know what I mean? I think that's when Rager's really going to show well, that's his value. That's why we didn't see. That's why, that's why we didn't see um, Miles Sanders either for those reasons too. Yep. He didn't play Miles. He was in pads, uh, but he didn't play Miles Sanders because I think the reasoning was that um, uh, he didn't want to you know show his hand or whatever. So Jordan Howard got a carry I think, and then you had obviously Boston Scott in there and and Jason Huntley and, and some of those guys. But yeah, Rager's one of those guys that from the, from the eye test alone from training camp and all that, he's one of those guys that doesn't get open a whole lot on his own. He's going to have to be schemed open, which Nick Sirianni is good at. Obviously, from his offensive coordinator experience in Indianapolis, he made a lot of uh, he he got Michael Pittman open, he got Zach Pascal open, and things like that. So I believe he will be able to scheme. Um, he will be able to scheme regular open on jet sweeps and things like that. It's just going to be Some a matter players, of players, by the way, that's their, like, that's their forte. Yeah, well, they tried to with Aguilar. Like, it's not a knock on them They tried to use Aguilar as that gadget guy. It didn't really work. Josh Huff when he was here. <laughs> so, But see, so, Aguilar so. could actually create separation, though. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? You just exactly. didn't catch Before the Before he became a head case, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so definitely, so so definitely that. But yeah, well, I'm encouraged to see from Jalen Rager. He had that drop, obviously. Um, but I, I, he, he's still making plays in practice. Obviously, he dealt with the tragedy with it, with the killing of his friend, um, you know, in training camp, and he's still working his way back into game shape and things like that. But you're going to have to see what you got this year. It's a big year for him. You, know, you got Devontae here. He brought in a receiver in the first round for the second year in a row. So Jalen Rager is really going to have to make sure that that, uh, um, but that resource was is he has to live up to that to that first round pedigree, and we're excited to see that. So, like you mentioned, Quez working his way up the Jeff chart. I'm sure him as well as Fulgham, um, and and some other guys are going to be in the rotation. Greg Ward as well. They're going to be rotated in that WR three spot. I'm sure Rager's going to be used in the slot more. Sirianni says that he's not going to be limited to the outside, so hopefully that helps out Rager a little bit more as well. Um, so and then you have Quez, Greg Ward, and uh and um and uh, Rager and those guys are going to be mixing in. And then we'll see how that wide receiver rotation is going to go. Uh, so another guy that was impressive on the defensive side of the ball, Milton Williams, obviously drew the pre-draft comparisons to Aaron Donald. A lot of people raised their eyebrows and said, well, Aaron Donald's all pro. You know, let's 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 not do that right away. But he's showing us early why those comparisons were made. He was drawing double teams. He's throwing people around, uh, throwing veterans around at that. Was in on the sack with T.Y. McGill in the preseason game as well. He's one-arming Luke Jariga at the open practice. Now, granted, he's an undrafted offensive lineman, but he's still – 6'3", 300 pounds. It's, it's impressive to move anybody at that size with just one arm. Uh, so Milton is a guy that we've, we've had our eyes on since the draft because we didn't think that defensive line depth was a, was an immediate need for the Eagles, but they continue to build the trenches. And it looks like he's going to be an integral part of that rotation early on. What do you like? Do you like what you see from Milton Williams? Is he turning your head? How do you feel about the, the stout guy who looks like he will be a contributor on that defensive front? It's a beast, man. Late round pick <laughs> yet again. Howie, as I've been saying, I'm, this, this isn't me. I'm not <laughs> celebrating Howie Roseman. But for whatever reason, man, this guy can hit on those late round picks. These these high ceiling guys, you know, that may not reach that potential. But, you know, if they do, you got yourself a steal. I'm thinking of guys like Jordan Maialata, Um, And here we go. Milton Williams is another example on the defensive side of the ball. Um, This defensive tackle rotation, I should say, is going to be scary because we we forget Javon Hargrave's coming back, paid him a lot of money. He's been playing pretty good, good apparently. Really good camp. So I think, like, it's a perfect situation for Milton Williams to be that third guy, too. Because you don't, you know, a lot of times when you draft these guys, like, it sounds great to throw him on the field, but sometimes that can kind of stunt their growth and hurt their growth. You know, you want him to develop behind these guys maybe a season and learn and work his way into the rotation and maybe become a starter a couple years down the line because 
you know, we, we hate to admit this, but Fletcher Cox, like that defensive line is getting old. Fletcher Cox mm -hmm. is getting up there in age. Like that's, in my opinion, that's why how he went out and paid Javon Hargrave, he's thinking long-term, you know, Fletcher Cox probably only has a couple years left, I would assume, but we'll see, you know, he's probably still the best player on the Eagles roster, but, you know, Milton Williams is awesome. I'm super excited to see, um, especially with like a new defensive coordinator it's going to be interesting to see how he works this defensive line you know more specifically what he does like with the edge rushers and stuff like that um because you know we all and you know me me specifically got really tired of jim schwartz and his no shit yeah we all did so i'm did. excited yeah. man something new yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like Wesley from Milton Williams. He looks like he's going to be stout. He's going to be used a lot early, it looks like. Um, and he was used at left end primarily in the preseason game. So if he gets in the mix at, at any position, you have Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett, Josh Sweat, who's killing it in camp. Barnett's having a good camp. And Josh Sweat is just far and above Barnett right now. Um, and that's not saying Barnett is bad. He's been great. But Josh Sweat is on, on another level. And then Kerrigan will be in the mix as well. And if you can rotate guys like Taron Jackson, Milton Williams, get some use out of these guys early on, that defensive front is, is going to take some pressure off that new newly reformed secondary and the secondary is called the secondary for a reason maybe you won't have to rely on them so much this year with the rotation that we have now so looking for secondary too you know yeah yes yeah. so we're gonna have to we're gonna look forward to see how jonathan gannon a lot of pre-snap movement from jonathan gannon haven't seen that with jim schwartz he kind of just uh go out there and everybody knew what Jim Schwartz was going to give you. It was always predictable. Teams could literally see it, call it out, and what kind of that. Jonathan Gannon, not so much. He kind of mixes it up on defense and keeps the offense guessing. So I'm looking forward uh, to seeing that. So moving on to a guy who didn't impress so much, that will be QB3 Nick Mullins, who is QB3 for a reason. My early takes of Mullins should be QB2 died an early death in that preseason game because he was killing it in China camp. He looked better than Flacco. And that was not the case in preseason. This man completed more passes to the opposing defense than he did to his own teammates. He had two interceptions, one completion for four yards, zero first downs. The man didn't have a first down since taking over for Joe Flacco. That man looks like he shouldn't be in any competitive game moving forward. I guess there's a reason why he was benched for C.J. Beathard last year, especially against us. So, man, that guy is hard. I, I can't watch another day of him under center. Wearing that number 10 jersey is a disgrace to Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Take that jersey off. It is a whole a whole front. So, uh, with our backup quarterbacks, obviously, it's it's been made a lot. Oh, uh, yeah, we signed Flacco. We signed Nick Mullins. The QB factory is in shambles because you have, you have a second-year Jalen Hurts who we're trying to assess fairly. And then you sign two quarterbacks. Nick Mullins is garbage. You should have never let Jamie Newman go. Nick Sudfeld, or Nate Sudfeld isn't here anymore. So this quote-unquote QB factory is 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 uh, a shit show. You signed two guys. You signed a 36-year-old. I get it to help come in. Who isn't, hasn't been the greatest mentor in the past? You know, gave Lamar the cold shoulder on the way out. Wasn't the greatest mentor to Drew Locke in Denver. And then uh, wasn't that great just performance wise for for the Jets last year? Yeah, Jalen Hurts has a good head above his shoulder. Thank God man. Jalen Hurts is headstrong because it has not been fun. Nick Mullins, who's going to learn anything from Nick Mullins? So yeah, this this quote unquote QB factory has not been so great. But what is it really a QB factory though? If like <laughs> Doug Peterson's gone, well we have Greg Ward, who was a former quarterback. You have Tyree Jackson. Training camp standout Tyree Jackson, who was also a former cornerback. So you like or former words quarterback. out of Howie's mouth. Though, yeah. So. so these are these are former quarterbacks that are being utilized on this roster. So maybe that's the sense of QB factory that that Howie was going for. But do you feel confident if anything happens to Jalen Hurts? Do you feel confident confident leaving this game in either Joe Flacco or Nick Mullins' hands? Nick Mullins doesn't belong anywhere close to Joe Flacco. I mean, come on. What resume does that I wasn't guy saying have? this like, 10 days ago either. Joe <laughs> Flacco like, is a Mullins Super Bowl MVP. We should have signed Moans before Flacco. Like, um, come on. 
Yeah. Joe Flacco is no threat to Jalen Hurts, just so we're clear. Yeah, but, make that as known. As well as make Nick Mullins is no threat to Joe Flacco. Come on, guys. Yeah. I don't know where this came from. You're alone on that island. Um, I, I thought the quarterback he was nice in training spot, camp. He was looking all right in camp. I mean. <laughs> a lot of players have looked nice in training camp in Midnight Green, man. But yeah, um, correct. yeah, like why couldn't they have just kept Jamie Newman? Like that third QB spot should be is supposed to be a developmental spot. You look on all these teams; it's always a young guy. You yeah, know, I don't know why. I have no idea why. Dude. Figure it out. It's so it's so dumb. It's so the dumb. QB two is where you have the veteran, which is fine. Joe Flacco, I'm cool with that. That's fine. You have a guy who's been here before. Maybe not the best mentor. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he's changed his ways. I don't know. <laughs> Thought we were getting Nick Foles, but you know we're past no, those. They tried. Days. They tried to get Nick Foles, and Nick Foles shut that down. He was not having. He was not having that. But he was auditioning for the Colts, mighty lads. <laughs> uh, but apparently Carson's going to make it back in time. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. So yeah, quarterback's not a strong suit for the Eagles right now. I will, we'll see. We'll see what Jalen Hurts does. We'll see. You know, we'll be able to assess him. I pray he stays healthy because I'm not looking forward to watching Joe Flacco or Nick Mullins. And these preseason games are going to be rough. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll have to see how that goes. So the next standout, I will say from the preseason game, I have told this guy, if you follow me on Twitter, you know this pretty well. I've told this dude to pack his shit multiple times last season. This special team's ace of ours, this Jake Elliott. Told him to pack. He's missed multiple crucial kicks for us last season. He's heading into the second year of his five-year $21.8 million deal that Howie was so eager to give him. <laughs> <laughs> missed crucial kicks last year and then came out in this preseason game and made two 47 yarders and then made another one for 50 yards out three for three and i would be excited about that but show me that you can make a kick from 35 yards show me you can make a kick from 40 yards show me you can make a kick inside 35 yards and then maybe i'll be excited about this but do you feel uh are you are you happy about jake elliott do you feel like okay maybe he, he he's gonna be all right this year I don't know, even know how to feel about special teams in general because we didn't bring back our best player last year in Cam Johnson for whatever reason. <laughs> Literally was the best player on this roster. We didn't bring him back. <laughs> we got Orange Sippus, whatever his name is. His punts aren't looking too pretty, but, I mean, he's a punter, so I guess it's 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 whatever. Uh, but does Jake Elliott make you confident in the kicking game this year after what you saw in preseason? Yeah, after what I saw in preseason. I'm, look, as long I as just, the kick like, is 48 yards plus, we are fine. We are fine. Yeah, you know, it's – and I'll be the first. I I'll be the first person every week if this guy misses a field goal to go on Twitter and tell him to pack up his bag. Yep, you know, I was but, there. That was me last year. <laughs> you know, record, I, I told multiple people to pack this stuff. Back, man, Schwartz, you look Mills. around the league. What's that? I told multiple people to pack this stuff last year. Schwartz, yeah, Jalen oh Mills, gosh, and then they actually yeah. did. And I was like, well, Jalen Mills. I was like, well, maybe we might miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Schwartz. I mean, it was just his time. There's a reason why he's. That's not another coaching. late round. I, okay, I'm not capping for Howie. I was oh, gonna say, oh but, you're, no. Mm. I mean, um, that is another late round guy that produced won a I mean, Super Bowl with man, him. So that, you got, it is what it is in terms of value. But uh, yeah, Jake Elliott. Look, he's hit so many big kicks. Like you date back to the Super Bowl year. Like, of course, how he's gonna pay him after that? It's probably a lot. It's too yeah. It's too much money. Um, especially considering the season he had last year. Jake, you got to come out here and prove you're worth a contract, man. We hold other players accountable on this team. We're going to hold you accountable. You're making a lot of money at the kicker spot. You know, you, you have one job. You better hit those. You better hit every kick, man. Live you better not contract, leave man. points million on the board. <laughs> when you have a young quarterback who, my God, his job, his life's on the line. Let's not forget <laughs> Literally that. Literally his career is on the line because the Eagles if are only giving him one season to succeed. Drives, you better go out there and make field goals for him because last he goes year, out there last year he ran and lays it on the, the line and you miss these kicks, man, whoa, 
If I'm Jalen Hurts, I'm going to your dorm, your house. <laughs> your dorm. They're not in college. Remember, <laughs> remember last season at the end of, at the end of the first half against the Saints game, Jalen Hurts drives him all the way to like the three yard line, and Elliott misses that kick somehow. And I was just like, this is just a, this is just. A, I can't even remember. Did we win I'd that game? So we bad. won the Saints game, right? I, that's the one game Jalen Hurts did win. So that yeah. was that. Ad. I can't believe that. So yeah, the special teams unit better figure it out because Jalen Hurts, as long as Jalen Hurts gets your accomplishment than all those other QBs, by the way. Yes. Let's just go back to yes. what we said earlier. Yes, correct. Correct. Justin Fields hasn't done anything yet. I understand he, he looks hasn't good. Done hasn't done anything yet. Trey Lance hasn't done anything That's yet. That's a Super Trevor Bowl Lawrence, contending roster. Trevor that Lawrence apparently threw a dime. Here which wasn't even a dime. He threw a pass to Marvin Jones where Marvin Jones had to adjust and make the catch. And then every, all the news outlets are saying Trevor Lawrence is throwing dimes. We need to we need to throw great catch. We that's need to not point. say dime every time a QB makes a, a decent pass. Like that's, that's, that needs to be edited. Dime out. was the throw Jalen Hurts threw. Dime was the throw Jalen Hurts that got it. That was a dime. Talking about no, that. that was a dime. That's better than what Joe report. Flacco did. I don't did. see Bleacher reports sucking off Jalen Hurts. <laughs> yeah, what? Come on, man. And that was Yard, a better pass than Joe, anything Joe Flacco did that day. So, but God forbid people see the box score and Jalen Joe Flacco just needs to take the reins. Somebody actually told me if Jalen Hurts starts 0-4, Joe Flacco needs to come in. For what? For what? What is what is Joe Flacco playing the rest of the year? Is, you want to make the playoffs? You want to make the playing. playoffs? Jalen Hurts is playing every game. And then what? Jalen Hurts, regardless if we're zero and seventeen or two and fifteen or eight and whatever, what eight eight and nine or ten and seven or thirteen and four, Jalen Hurts is playing every single game this year because the Eagles need to see what they have in this guy. Win, lose, draw. Hopefully not draw because that wasn't fun last year. <laughs> oh my god! But no. but that that they need to figure. It. He's playing every game. I don't care if they lose it all. Joe Flacco is not about to start. And for the people that think Joe Flacco may potentially start, Jalen Hurts has had every first team rep in practice. Every single one hasn't missed one. He only played two series in preseason. He is the starter just because Nick Sirianni isn't saying it. And the only reason he's not saying it is because he knows the Eagles still have an eye on Deshaun Watson for whatever reason. It's not because of Joe Flacco. It's because that they're still in the mix for other quarterbacks. So that is why Nick Sirianni hasn't said it. But if unless you're blind or oblivious or ignorant Jalen Hurts is the starter so just 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 that's it just leave it where it is so speaking of special teams I have a I have a standout in the secondary and his name is Elijah Riley this man had a pick at the end of the game don't roll your eyes because we have to talk about these fringe roster players just because they're not first team doesn't mean it's not exciting but Elijah Riley uh, had that pick on Joshua Dobbs at the end of the game to give the Eagles a chance to win. And, of course, Nick Mullins gave it right back, so it didn't matter. He had a nice special teams tackle. It's a preseason game. Yeah, it's whatever. He still, still want the win. Um, he, had a nice, uh, he had a nice special teams tackle. Um, and he played the second most special team snaps right behind Joe Osman. He had 17 special team snaps and was the highest-graded defender in coverage per PFF for all those PFF guys out there. So I like what I see from Elijah, uh, Elijah Riley, certainly playing his way onto the roster at, at that safety position, uh, certainly making a case. Rodney McLeod's coming back from injury. You have Anthony Harris on a one-year deal. Kayvon Wallace rounding into form. So there's definitely a spot for him, and I think he'll, he'll make it there. Is there any unsung heroes you like in preseason so far from what you're hearing in training camp, from what you saw in preseason? Uh, any? these fringe roster guys that you think uh, deserves to be on the team right now Tyree Jackson Tyree good one good one tight end this guy looks awesome man like you want to know what I honestly thought when I was I was at the open Joe Flacco's favorite target that was the only guy Joe Flacco was targeting reasonably (laughs) stares him down in preseason (laughs) he's how tall is he? he's like six six he's like six six yeah six 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 seven yeah you know what? This guy gives me, in a good way, mm. don't get mad. You're mm. going to laugh. Mm. You know, he gives me good Dorio Green Beckham vibes, man. <laughs> he <Yeah>. does. <laughs> Look, oh, I love boy. it. I, I guess he's listed as a tight end. You still got Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard here. 
earn that tight end three spot. If I have to see Dick Rod on the field one more time, I can't believe this guy found a way back on the team. Richard Rodgers, I'm talking about for those of you. Hey, we were hype. We were hype at the time because we didn't know if Ertz was coming back, and now he looks like he might stick around. So now you got Ertz, got it, Richard Rodgers. They're gonna have to. I think Tyree Jackson makes the roster. I think he does make the roster. I just don't. Do they got a Keem Butler still? Uh, ooh, don't know. Don't know off the top of my head. I just remember Hakeem Butler fourth and goal a fade attempt last season that Doug thought was a good time to call. <laughs> if they can develop, they have they have a oh lot of you know last they have a lot of tight ends on the roster. Bro. They have that other guy too who has a mullet, which I'm not a fan of. Oh but you know, God. do your thing. Wait, who? Who are we referring to? Uh, the guy from Nebraska, whatever his name oh, is. Oh, Jake Stahl, I that think. Guy? Yeah, the tight end. Yeah, he'll make the he'll make. He's the a blocking player. tight end. This isn't 2004. He'll make the, he'll make the we don't. We need pass catching tight ends. <laughs> yeah, he'll make the he'll make. But yeah, so so basically, takeaways of preseason: Jalen Hurts looks comfortable. Quez Watkins working his way up the depth chart. Elijah Riley potentially could make the roster. Uh, Jake Elliott is fine for now. <laughs> You're safe for now. Uh, but I'm getting a headache thinking about the stress he could cause during the season. Milton Williams uh, definitely looks good. We do have one more piece of news to talk about, and that is Jason Peters continuing his career. Moving on to Chicago, didn't this guy should have probably hung it up four years ago? Now he's a hall of he's a shoe and hall of famer. I know he's caught he's gotten yeah. a lot of jokes towards the end of his career, rightfully so, because he was the false start master. Uh, he was getting shoved around like who knows what. He was well to no fault of his own. He was asked to play another position last season, and then all the injuries happened, and Just then they wanted to move him that. back. Then they wanted to move him back man. to left tackle, and then he held the team for ransom. And said, pay me more and I'll pay left tackle. Then they paid him more. And then he went out there. It was dog shit. <laughs> went out there and got thrown around <laughs> for every single game. I remember him getting thrown around against the Bengals. He's made so much money. He's played so many years of football. Like, you're only, you're only and hurting now, your And now Chicago wants him to go out image. there and attempt to protect Justin Fields. New shoe-in Hall of Famer Justin Fields. That's what you want? <laughs> Justin Fields is on his way to Canton as we speak, according to according to Eagles fans. Why are these teams with these young quarterbacks not investing in their offensive yeah, Joe line? Joe Burrow, man, that's another. Did you that's see Joe Burrow got Joe Burrow's getting crushed, like spine busted onto the field. <laughs> but we got Jamar Chase, though. You're not going to be able to throw him the football if Joe Burrow has no time to throw. And if the, I and, and I bet you the backup man. won't be able to find Jamar Chase. So, so it is it is bad. Oh, these I think Ryan Finley is the backup at Cincinnati. So at least the, the Eagles have an offensive line in front of Jalen Hurts, an aging one. But you got we Lane Johnson. The right that. side, right. the right side yeah. is great. You got Kelsey, you got uh, Brandon Brooks, you got Lane Johnson, and you got Mylotta over there, and you got Isaac Simala, who's who's hurt already. So we have to figure it out. Which is why Andre Dillard. Well, people are asking me. Somebody DM me the other day and said, "Is Andre Dillard could cut?" Uh, we touched on this on the last podcast, but the Eagles are going to need that depth at some point. Injuries about to happen. You can't. We're going to need a third string left tackle. Man. You're not going to probably cut by him. week six. So. Yeah, he's going to look. If if it's a backup rotation offensive lineman we're talking about, so be it. How he's not going to cut? You know, the the jury's still out on him. He looks like a. I hate I hate throwing the term bust, but he just doesn't look like he's going to reach. I mean, we had thought that he's was not going to reach first round potential. That's, that's for sure. Right. So. So that's so so that's 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 how that's gonna go. But yeah, that about covers everything we wanted to do. Anything anything else need to get out there for the last episode? This I do leave for Jamaica tomorrow. Steven has been trying to take the reins of the show for this week while I'm gone. I'll see. Uh, I'll see. Uh, we'll figure we'll figure it out. But I do leave with no pot wall at this point because this is like our third recording. This is our sixth recording of the show. We are dedicated to you over here. We are dedicated. But we'll see if we can. Uh, well, well, we'll sing it. We'll swing it when I'm gone. We'll see if maybe you and Jordan can do something while I'm gone and, and figure it out. Jordan's still on the show, guys. She just uh, had a long weekend. So me and Steven, and we've been all weekend, weekend trying to get too. this. 
we not as long as past weekends. We we kind of took it easy this weekend. But when I come back from Jamaica, it's definitely going to be on and popping again. Uh, but, but thank you to everyone who has been listening to the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, YouTube, everywhere else you get your shows. Leave the comments, the reviews, the five stars. Let us know how we're doing. Let us know what you want us to do moving forward. Give us ideas. Anything you want to see us do, we are more than open to any and all ideas. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Philly Pod. Steven, tell everybody where they can find you, your content coming up, what you're doing with the Liberty Line, your Sixers channel, which is doing fairly well. Let everybody know where they can find you, buddy. Yeah, just um, Stephen Conrad Jr. on Twitter, on TikTok. Follow oh, God, me on TikTok. TikTok. Such a good crazy. follow on TikTok. Everybody this man got reported on TikTok, and then and then we appealed there. it, and then he got his video back up. It was great. Yeah, yeah. And I can't hold look, us. <laughs> I am representing Philly fans in a great way, guys. Go defend me, and go defend the name of Philly fans on TikTok at Stephen Conrad Jr. To the max on there. Right? Um, I can't stress this enough. If you still stuck around, by the way, which which you which you should, we have the analytics. We can see you guys leaving halfway through the episodes. Stick around till the end, man. Um, look, subscribe to the Philly Pod TV YouTube channel. My goal is to start putting out damn near daily content on there. Um, obviously, this is the home of the you know the podcast episodes these longer ones but we're gonna start putting out like shorts and stuff like that i run the youtube channel so you know vic's putting a lot of trust in me not to tarnish the name but at the end of the day i run this channel the so youtube brand is literally tied to steven so if i leave and he just goes off the shits one day and <laughs> that's, that's it you know i've been known it. to do and which he has done time. before from time to time correct <laughs> obviously so and then for you guys i know some of you are only subscribed to the youtube channel you know follow us on the uh, audio platforms man you never know when we're gonna put something out maybe you're in the car you want to give it a listen I know that's what I do with all my favorite podcasts. Heck, I follow I follow our podcasts on audio platforms. I listen to it when I'm at work. I like to hear my own voice. Yeah, I you definitely know? listen so. to it and critique myself. And, and and Steven knows I'm the biggest critic of myself. So that's 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 how that goes. But yeah, he's right. Be sure to subscribe on all the audio platforms. If you're still listening, this is how we're going to know. If you're still listening, because I look at the analytics, like Steven said, and people consume about 70 75%, which is fairly good. Uh, but if you're yeah. listening to the end and you hear me right now, Leave, leave a review or if you have already then just dm me dm me on twitter at the philly pod and i'll have a prize for anybody who's still listening to now because you guys are loyals and you deserve to be rewarded so screenshot or you can even you can even leave a review or screenshot the 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 timestamp of where you are in the episode so i know and then i'll send you some type of prize we'll figure it out something that you guys deserve but appreciate you guys for listening subscribe on platforms download the park sportsbook app the only sportsbook backed by the number one casino in pennsylvania be sure to follow them on twitter at park sportsbook we got things coming up props money lines boosts all that fun stuff with uh the liberty line as well as the philly pop but until the next one y'all 